Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? Makai Becton, ladies and gentlemen. Human beings that large should not run as fast as Makai Becton did. And if you like people just abusing other humans, the Makai Becton tape is for you. Denzel Mims with another monster score of 70 yards. Quick pass to Crowder trying to get him out of space. Slopes a tackle, and there he goes. Crowder, it's a foot race, and Crowder is in there. A 69-yard touchdown. Donald escapes, trying to buy himself some time. Fires, end zone, it's caught. Incredible play by Donald. He'll hit immediately when he got the handoff. That's the Q-inator. Oh my gosh. Listen, thank you. From the TOJ Digital Studio, this is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at PlayLikeAJet1. And we're going to do some mailbag questions today. We'll have more tomorrow as well, along with the pregame report. Normally, we would do the pregame report on Sunday with mailbag questions. But because the Jets are playing on Monday, a little mailbag today, a little more mailbag tomorrow with the pregame report. So, as always, we bring in the owner, the operator, the lead reporter, the whole shebang over at JetsInsider.com, and above all of that, a very big deal, Mr. Chris Nimbley. What's going on, Chris? Uh, not much, you know, just uh, thankful that you reminded me that the game was on Monday because I was <laughs> operating. <laughs> I was joking with you about this, that uh, this is obviously a little bit of a crazy, hectic week right now, and I decided to make this the bye week for me instead <laughs> just so I could stay off the internet. And, you know, obviously COVID brain and uh, the time doesn't exist anymore. So uh, you, you mentioned it right before we started. I was like, oh, yeah, it's a Monday night game. That's right. I get to watch. I get to enjoy a Sunday of Jets free football. That's my favorite thing about the night games. The night I get to just sit down, sit down on Sunday and just watch football. And the, the Jets aren't on my TV. They're not taking up space. Uh it's it's really going to be a wonderful thing. The zero and eight Jets versus the two and five Patriots. Boy, that's Woo! 
going to be something that the nation will be captivated by. Now that I think about it, Chris, even though I was joking, as those words came out of my mouth, they still sounded even more insane than I imagined, even in a facetious way. But I do think that people are going to be captivated by the presence of a six foot seven, 365-pound rookie offensive tackle by the name of Makai Becton. You saw that viral video going around of that highlight from the Chiefs game with Becton and Alex Lewis just tossing Frank Clark aside like a ton of bricks. And Andy Vasquez of NorthJersey.com, our buddy who comes on the show to do the post-game report, has a great article up talking about Makai Becton and his rookie season. He's got a bunch of fun quotes here. Here's one from Becton. I find it funny when asked about the viral moments. That's what I do in a day-in, day-out basis. So I've got to keep it going so I can keep getting those reactions. And he says, it doesn't mean anything if I don't keep on playing the way I'm playing, referring to all the hype that he's been getting now. I got to keep tunnel vision. I got to keep my head forward. Just got to keep my head down and keep working. Every day, I've got to keep getting better. I'm just a rookie. I haven't done anything yet. And then he says about going up against the Patriots, who have been the gold standard of the NFL for the past 20 years. It means a lot going against anybody, but the Patriots, they're the Alabama of the NFL, so it's great to go against the best. Always fun to go against the best. You want to be the best. If you want to be the best, you've got to beat the best. So I don't know if he's a Ric Flair fan, but he just channeled Ric Flair with that quote. And then he also says that he doesn't like losing at all. He hates it more than he likes winning, but he's an offensive lineman. So all he can do is show up every day. It doesn't matter what the scoreboard says. He's got to do his job no matter what. That's just his mindset. He's trying to keep tunnel vision, keep his head down and do what he's supposed to do. So you got to love it from Beckton. Some funny stuff there, but mostly just the guy who realizes his place on the team. He's a rookie. A lot of people think very highly of him, but he's trying to stay grounded and stay humble the way that his parents raised him and the way that he's always tried to be. And so despite all the hype and all the viral videos and everybody talking about him tossing guys 30 feet in the air, he's going to just keep plugging along, plugging along and try to be the absolute best offensive lineman that he can be in the vision of his trainer, Duke Manyweather. Yeah, uh, listen, there's a lot to love about Makai Becton. Um, obviously, just his size, his speed, his power. You you can see it. Um, the We talked about it when before the draft, when he got drafted, about how he, he had some technique issues, fundamental stuff. Uh, he was a little raw, needed to be ironed out in – you brought up Duke Manyweather, who did an excellent job with him in the offseason because he came into camp ready to go and was was really good from the start. And I talked to training camp about how great he was. The only time he would get beat was when Jordan Jenkins would do pull some type of vet move that he hadn't seen. And he's been even better than I expected him to be during the season. I expected a little bit more up and down from him. He's mostly just been up and he's been playing through that shoulder injury. And I, I did talk about this in training camp. I said the the funny thing about Mekhi Becton, uh, just I want to, I don't know if I can do this or if I've talked to Jets PR to have their in-house media do this. We need to get some type of like segment where it's like Quinnen Williams and Mekhi Becton are in like a buddy cop scenario, except, you know, they're, they're both lovable, big, giant goofballs. So they both just be playing that character. 
um, and just follow them around together doing stuff like send them out fishing or whatever together, have them just clown around with each other. Cause they're very similar personalities and not, they're just big giant kids. They love to just like say silly things and be goofy, but they're both just absolute physical specimens and dominant and powerful. And, um, but you know, as bad as everything has been this season for the jets, the Makai Becton is just been an absolute joy to watch. And, you know, I've, I've talked about, uh, I, I, I really wanted, uh, to be able to cover somebody like Jerry Judy or CD lamb uh, watching Darrell Revis in his prime was, is the highlight of my career so far uh, being able to watch that. Those types of positions we talk about, like being able to watch one-on-one more uh, offensive line. It's always good to watch offensive line play, but this is the first time that I've covered an offensive lineman where I'm like glued to watching everything he does, where I'm just mesmerized by what he does. Uh, he is so special. And, and again, he's got this lovable, uh, effervescent personality and he's just a joy to talk to and just be in his presence. Uh, you know, even if it's just zoom presence, uh, and, to see what he's able to do on the field at this young of an age, battling through the shoulder injury is just a joy and pleasure to watch. It's been so much fun. And Chris, to add on to your fun buddy cop show idea with Quentin Williams and Mackay Becton, Becton talked about Quentin Williams. He said, Q, that's my guy. That's my big brother, man. We're always going back and forth. I always tell him I could put him on his butt if I really wanted to. So I love the idea of this buddy cop show. And in fact, in the off season, if we know anybody that can draw cartoons, we should put together some fun, jokey cartoons about what that buddy cop series might actually look like. Because I feel like that would be some phenomenal off season fun. Yeah, absolutely. That would be a great idea. Uh, that, that's I am definitely not the uh, drawing is one of those things. I I man, I wanted to be a uh, better, so much better at drawing than I actually was. I I tried diligently when I was a kid. I my drawings were. Good for abstract nonsense only. I cannot draw anything there, but uh, yeah, that would be a great idea. You could come up with a lot of comedy gold in that. No question about it. I personally think that that might be more entertaining than any television show that's on right now because we've talked about this, Chris. I know that there are some good shows on. I haven't really sunk my teeth into anything. I'm still going back and rewatching a lot of my favorite classics, but if there was a Becton, Quinn, and Williams show on, I would absolutely watch it would be appointment television. And I think it would be the most entertaining thing that you could possibly watch on any streaming service or any television channel. I will say it would certainly be much more entertaining than what we've seen so far for the first eight games of the season as we jump into the mailbag. And you get a hat tip for predicting this, Chris, because J.P. Waxer says... Thank you, Chris Nimbley. Back when all the great Jets prognosticators were predicting between six and nine wins for this team, Chris was at camp keeping it brutally honest about how awful everything looked. Can you please recap your training camp thoughts for us so we can have some laughs now in retrospect? (laughs) Uh, The the funny thing is that uh, more on how I was definitely the most negative and I was still too positive about this team. Uh, 
Um, and <laughs> the funny thing is when I, I did my prediction uh, and I predicted four wins, I really wanted to go to like two wins, but really I just didn't have the cojones to do it. Um, I, I should have done it, but yeah. All training camp long, I talked about how bad the offensive line was, how bad the defense was, how they couldn't get any type of running game, how they're, you know, it was, this is also the other part. I talked about how this offense was going to go as Chris Herndon goes. I said, Chris Herndon is the only thing they got going for them in training camp right now. And Chris Herndon is the key to this offense. If Chris Herndon isn't doing anything, this offense isn't doing anything. And Chris Herndon hasn't done a goddamn thing. Um, so the, I, the one good thing they had going through for them in training camp this year and last year, because it goes back to last year, Chris Herndon was the only thing in training camp last year, and he was the only thing this year, and the offense has just been a disaster. And the defense, <laughs> you, I get this question every year in training camp when a, the offense has a good day. People just say, is, is it just – is the offense that good or was the defense that bad? And then the defense has a good day, and it's the same question in reverse. Um, this year – and it's always a really tricky question to answer. You you don't ever really know until the season starts and you see how each units do. But this year watching it, I was just like, yeah, they're just both really bad. And there was no better example than the first day that they had a scrimmage. And the first team defense got embarrassed by the back team, uh, the backup offense. And the first team offense got embarrassed by the backup defense. That day right there, told us all we needed to know neither of the sides ball are good they're getting beat by backups and they've been getting beat by backups and the starters on other teams I mean the 49ers beat them with essentially all backups um it you can't it's training camp uh judging teams from training camp can be very tricky but what I saw in training camp was a poorly coached team that was not ready for the season to start. And I talked all offseason about how with COVID, with these different offseason uh, the practices, the later start to camp, coaching was going to be a bigger deal than ever. And I think we've seen that come out to play, uh, come to fruition here. And it, the writing was on the wall for how bad all this stuff was. And it, it can be hard in training camp because – People don't want to hear negative. Everybody, you know, that's the beautiful part of uh, the beginning of a season is everybody has a little bit of hope. But just watching them day in and day, day out of training camp just destroyed and killed my hope. That's why towards the end of camp, I had a, I was coming on here and I was just being like, I feel like it's my duty to warn you guys. Like, I know everyone's excited, but you, this is going to be ugly. And it has been even uglier than I thought. Amazing that it could be uglier than you thought considering everything that you were saying during training camp as you just reiterated. Next question comes in from Harry Skillman. He says, what are the chances Belichick does the most Belichickian thing of all and loses out the rest of the season to leapfrog the Jets in the draft? I don't even know that doing that would leapfrog the Jets in the draft, though, because they have two wins already, and it's very possible that the Jets won't exceed that. I also don't think that there's any way the Patriots get the number one pick, even if they did that, because even if the Jets won a couple of games, I don't think the Jaguars are going to. 
So while it is fun to point to mastermind Belichick and think about how he could scheme his way to Trevor Lawrence, I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah, and there's still uh, too much talent on that Patriots roster to not expect them to get another win along the way. Um, but if if they were winless too, then I'd be all bored. They have to lose two more games. Uh, so they, may, you know, he could throw them both to the Jets, but then they both – they're going to win another game. Uh, the Jets, I, I, where are the Jets' wins coming from? I mean, I don't think – Belichick isn't built to uh, be a mastermind to figure out how to lose. So even if he's trying to tank, I think he comes in and he gets outclassed by Adam Gase at being a bad coach. Um, or Dow Loggins, I should say, because who knows what Adam Gase actually does anymore. Um, so – even if he comes in, this this isn't uh, Belichick's area of expertise. He shines in being good. I think he will accidentally do some things to beat the Jets still. Um, I just – I don't see the, – the Jags are the team that I think you have to worry about the most. And the Jags and also the Texans. And that they still have to play each other a bunch. You would think that Deshaun Watson's good enough for a couple wins wins but I'd be more worried about the Texans and the Patriots right now and I think the Jags are the team that you really are most worried about right now because especially with Gardner Minshew out we don't know when he's coming back go ahead and take a look at the Jags schedule <laughs> aside from the Texans there's not a lot of wins on there too so I think that's the that's the team you have to be most concerned about with the lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere this is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay. Round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. Next question comes in from Michael Christopher. He says, when is the last time a true offensive head coach won the AFC East? Would the Jets be wise to go after Joe Brady or a different offensive guy or go with a defensive CEO type since the other coaches in the division have strong defensive ties and can game plan well? Does this potentially give Wink Martindale more value? The best way I could put this is, and I've said this in a variety of different ways over the last couple of weeks, months, and really even years at this point, 
it shouldn't matter whether the coach comes from the offensive side of the ball, defensive side of the ball, or special teams. It should matter whether or not the guy exhibits the traits that you believe will make for a successful head coach. So somebody that can run the staff and make great hires, somebody that trusts the right people to develop the right players in the right spots, somebody that is willing to work with the coaches and the general manager and all of that and willing to overrule his assistants when need be and stand back when he has to when it comes to ceding ground to the general manager while still fighting tooth and nail for something that he really believes in if he thinks it's important. Keeping order in the locker room, making sure he's got the respect of the players. I could go on and on, but it really shouldn't matter which side of the ball the guy comes from. And this is a big part of the reason why I favor getting somebody who's already proven that they can be a head coach. Because when you hire a coordinator, it's a coin flip. You have no idea what you're getting. The guy may have been a successful coordinator, but you don't know that he can succeed as a head coach because there's so much more that goes into that job than just running the offense. And the same thing applies to somebody who is a defensive coach. So if you go through all of the candidates and you decide that you think Wink Martindale is the best man for the head coach job, then that should be the guy that you pick. And I would imagine that a big part of why you would be comfortable with him is because even though he comes from the defensive side of the ball, he's shown you that he has a plan for how to properly build his offensive staff. This is what makes a successful head coach, not somebody that's good at play calling or somebody whose team racks up a bunch of points. That's certainly nice, but you need somebody that can run everything. So I don't really put any stock into the fact that Belichick was a defensive guy and he's done phenomenally. So that proves you need a defensive guy or vice versa with Andy Reid, that he's done so well that it proves you need an offensive guy. The only thing that we know for sure is that the successful coaches are the ones that know how to run the entire team. Joe Brady is somebody that you brought up, Michael, and we have no idea what he would be like as a head coach. Early returns on him as an offensive coordinator in Carolina are pretty good, but that doesn't guarantee anything. And you could go through all the rest of these coordinators and make the same argument. And again, that's exactly why I want somebody who's proven they can be a successful head coach. And just to clarify, and Connor Rogers and I joked about this earlier in the week, just because somebody has head coaching experience doesn't put them into that category. I said successful head coach for a reason, because Adam Gase was a failure as a head coach in Miami, and that's a big part of the reason why he's a failure here in New York. You want somebody who's shown you that they can do this job. If you get a coordinator, it's a coin flip, and at that point, you have to do your due diligence and make the most informed decision you can based on who you think will be the best at running the entire team. Yeah, I'm going to start off by being a broken record here because I, I, this is going to need to keep being repeated um, until they have a new coach. Um, my assessment on the idea of hiring a defensive coach or offensive coach, I, I'm good with either one. But until the decision is made – I'm going to lean towards the offensive guy just because I don't know what that defensive guy is going to do with his staff. So from now, if I was making the decision and actually hiring the, the person then I would know, I would have that information. Um, but the, to me, 
Wink Martindale would be a good hire for a, a head coach. I'm I'm good with that just as a blanket statement uh, in a vacuum. I'm good with that. But for the uh, for me to hire Wink Martindale for the Jets and for Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields, I need to know who he's going to be building his offensive staff with. Um, so, uh, you know, it makes it a little tricky for me to uh, – when I'm ranking my guys, I give the offensive guys of uh, uh, Brian D- Dabble, um, Arden Smith. I'm going to give them a little bit of an edge there, just just for that reason. Um, but yeah, I, I'm totally fine with the idea of a defensive guy. I'm also totally on board with the idea of a special teams coach or just you know a CEO type. It's funny he he asked the question when was the last time an offensive-minded head coach won the NFC, AFC East. Now, that's that's tricky because Bill Belichick has been winning the AFC East for almost 20 years. Except for uh, with Tony Sperano, uh, not Tony Sperano. Uh, oh, man, I'm going to mess this up. I'm going to skip the joke because uh, I'm going to botch it. Uh, yeah, so they went to the Wildcat that year, Pennington. And, of course, they won it mostly because Brady got hurt and Matt Castle had to play. So that's the answer to the question. Before that, I don't even know. Like, Marv Levy, like, with the Bills, but I don't even know what Marv Levy, where he got his start. Um, But, yeah, so it's mostly the AFC East has been a defensive uh, division. And you see this in football all the time. The divisions kind of – they end up being similar because they try to beat each other and compete against each other. Um, so if you have one, uh, a team that's a, a high offense, the, the rest of the teams kind of try to compete with them and keep up with them. And the, the AFC East has been mostly a defensive uh, division for the last 20 years. And again, that's mostly because of Belichick, but you can win either way. You can win with a defensive head coach. You can, like you said, Belichick, you can win with an offensive coach like Aaron, Andy Reid. You can go more of a down the middle. Uh, you know, like Tom Coughlin wasn't like an X's and O's guy getting in there, and they won there. <laughs> he was more of a CEO type. Same with Bill Cower. Um, that's what Tom Mike Tomlin is now. He's – he, you know, he had his expertise on the defense side of the ball, but he's more of just the CEO type. There's lots of other ways that, uh, that you can win. There is no one way, like the offense is the best way or the defense. It's just about finding the guy who, who's the best leader, who can build the best staff, who can be the best leader of men, who can keep the locker room in check. You know, there is a little bit of importance with media, you can't come out and do like, you know, the John Idzik, uh press conference. Like you can't, you don't have to be great with media, but you can't come off looking like an incompetent fool in a press conference. Um, so those are the things that matter much, much more. You have, have to be able to build the staff and trust the right people. That's the hardest part is you're hiring somebody who is going to have to make a bunch of decisions going forward. And they're the ones making that decision. You better trust them to make the correct decisions way more than making the wrong ones. Before we go, let's try and put a few bucks in your pocket, courtesy of my buddy Walter Cherapinski over at WalterFootball.com. He's got your Sunday gambling picks, and you can use those picks to try and make a few bucks 
at my bookie. There's no shortage of games to watch and thousands of lines available on all your favorite sports and events. So you can turn your game day into a payday. Head over to my bookie right now. And when you do, if you use the promo code overtime, you can claim a deposit match dollar for dollar all the way up to a thousand bucks. It's a bonus designed to give you a little help and a head start on your winning season. That's promo code OVERTIME for you to claim your bonus when you make your first deposit over at MyBookie. Walter, let's make some people money this Sunday. Welcome to the show, my man. Thanks, Scott. So it can't be a surprise here. I'm going against the Jets once again. Uh, we've gone against the Jets every single week this year, uh, except for the Buffalo game, which I thought, uh, you know, the Bills might look ahead to the Patriots uh, in this in the second meeting with the Jets. So, uh, yeah, th- this is this one should be a blowout on Monday night. Uh, the Patriots come in with a two and five record, but uh, they're a lot better than that record says they are. Uh, they had two games where Cam Newton was injured. He hurt his hand uh, uh, hitting it on a Denver uh, helmet. And then they they lost to Denver, and then they lost to San Francisco. So if you throw those two games out where Cam Newton was injured, uh, they'd be two and three. And two of their close losses were against the Seattle and Buffalo. Uh, so if those games went the other way, uh, the Patriots would be four and one. You know, four and three with those two uh, losses uh, with Cam Newton being hurt. Uh, so if if the Patriots were four and three right now, this line would be above ten, and it's not. So I think we're getting good value with the Patriots against the Jets, who are starting uh, Joe Flacco, who really shouldn't be in the NFL anymore. Uh, uh, Avery Williamson's gone, so that means the Jets are down. They're top two linebackers, so I have no idea how they're going to stop Cam Newton, and Joe Flacco's not going to score at all against the Patriots. So, uh, yeah, I like the Patriots a lot. Uh, they should win by double digits. Uh, staying in the AFC East, I also like the Dolphins plus four and a half against the Cardinals. Uh, I've been saying it every week. I think the Dolphins are so underrated, and uh, people are starting to catch on, but I don't think they're, uh, they're really, they really know uh, how good this Dolphin team is. Uh, Miami has such great uh, defense and special teams. I, I love how well they're coached. Uh, Tua Tagovailoa had a rough start uh, in his in his first game against the Rams last week, but that was against one of the best defenses in the NFL. Now he goes against Arizona, which is missing his three of its top four cornerbacks, and it's also missing uh, its, it, its top three edge rushers. So uh, Tua's going to have a much easier time in this game, and I think the Dolphins should keep this one close. I think it's going to be decided by a field goal either way. Uh, a few other games I like. I like the Colts plus one over the Ravens. Um, everyone keeps saying, Lamar Jackson is going to bounce back because he was an MVP last year. I, I think he was an MVP because of his offensive line. Uh, the Ravens had the best offensive line in the NFL last year. They had two potential Hall of Famers with Marshall Yonda and Ronnie Stanley. You know, Stanley's still young, but I mean, he's he's playing on a Hall of Fame level right now. Uh, unfortunately, he's out for the year and Yonda retired. Uh, the Ravens are also missing another offensive lineman, so uh, they, they got have trouble blocking against the Colts front that's great. Uh, I think the Colts, uh, given the injuries the Ravens have and the Ravens, by the way, could be missing their top two cornerbacks. I, I think the Colts are the better team, and we're getting points with them at home. Uh, it seems like a no-brainer, so I like the Colts at plus one. Uh, I also like the Redskins minus two and a half against the Giants. Uh, we went with the Redskins over the Giants a few weeks ago, and we barely got there. Um, that was a close game. It was 20 to 19. The Giants won as uh, two and a half point favorites, but if you look at that game closely, the Redskins outgained the Giants by 150 yards. It was uh, the Giants scoring 14 points off Kyle Allen turnovers. Uh, I, I don't think Kyle Allen's going to turn the ball over twice to give the Giants two touchdowns again. Uh, if anything, uh, Daniel Jones might do that. The Giants are coming off a, a, a deflating Monday night loss against the Buccaneers. So I, I think that the Giants could be flat this time, and the Redskins have had a week off to prepare for this game. So I, I like them here. 
I also like the Chargers to pick them against the Raiders. Uh, the Chargers are going to maybe get back Trey Turner, which is a big deal. He's a Pro Bowl guard, and they've missed him the entire year. Uh, so with Brian Bulaga coming back last week, and maybe Trey Turner this time, uh, that'll give uh, that'll give Justin Herbert a big advantage against a Raider defense that isn't good. And then the Raiders, they might be missing three offensive linemen. Uh, Richie Incognito has been out. Trent Brown is back on the COVID list, and Colton Miller uh, didn't practice at all this week, so uh, he's questionable he may miss this game so if that happens I, I just think the Chargers just have a big advantage in the trenches so I like them to win also uh, Steelers minus 14 uh, Garrett Gilbert starting for Dallas so I don't think Dallas has much of a chance against the Steelers I, I would go I wouldn't go crazy with this game I think the Steelers might be a little deflated off that Baltimore win but they should, still should be able to beat Dallas pretty easily so those are the WalterFootball.com week nine NFL picks back to you Scott Thanks, Walter, and thank you for listening. If you haven't given us a five-star review on iTunes yet, if you could go ahead and do that for us, really appreciate it. Easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing. doesn't take you much time, doesn't cost you any money, but it goes a long way to help us out. So if you could go ahead and do that for us, we'd be quite grateful. And for the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcasts, you know where to go. That's Turn on the Jets Digital and TurnOnTheJets.com. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, only prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.